Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, what is our main topic? So, the main topic. Is, oh, yes. is in fact a like a news story. Yeah, yeah. I, and yeah, it yeah. could map out when the next generation of consoles will arrive. <gasps> right. So we'll we'll talk about that. If you've been paying attention, we were talking about reviewing Inside. No, not Inside. Yes, Inside. Inside. Yeah, that's the one. Inside. Um, and uh, I dropped the ball and uh, forgot to uh, confirm with uh, Fultron that if we were recording this week. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that's on me. I mean, hey, that's all right. Then we were like, hey, let's make our main topic Fortnite. The new season of Fortnite. Yeah. Because um, it's happening right now, Chris. It's happening right now. Got off work, got some delicious pizza. Oh, man, came so here, good pizza. That tried, pizza was really good. It was real good. There's tried some leftovers on. in the fridge. If anybody, you know, wants the leftovers, we'll ship them to you. We will not do that. Well, I tried to log on, and uh, there was a 20-minute queue. Uh-huh. Wait through that uh-huh. another three minute queue. Yep. Wait through that. Can't log on. The uh, my switch over here that I it, it never got put into a queue. It would always just fail immediately. Yeah. The uh, the Xbox downstairs at one point um, went into a forty six minute long queue, and then the, whenever the controller disconnected, like because it turned off, because obviously forty six minutes is way too long to wait on for for that. Um, it just wouldn't get back in, and so I had to force close the app. So who knows how long that queue would have been. But uh, yeah, anyway, we looked at their website, their Twitter. They're like, oh, it's there's lots of issues that are happening. No one can log into the game and all this stuff. So currently, as we record this, the uh, the biggest game in the world is uh, is not accessible. Nope. It's... Uh not doing well. This is the uh, the world of online games, Chris. It's true. Can't play them. Sometimes they just don't behave the way you want them to, you know? Yeah. Luckily, this is a free game. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, no one paid, you know. Well, I mean, you. I bought the Battle Pass earlier, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll get my money's worth out of that for no problem. So. Yeah. So we'll talk about that next week. The That's new, right. The new season of Fortnite next week. Um, the week after, uh, not sure yet, but... Um, then in August, yeah, first we've weekend got, August, we will uh, t- in, review inside. Hopefully. We've got like in the next few weeks or so, we've got like lots of topics that we're, yeah. we're, we're talking about, like uh, lined up because like some, some, there's some travel, there's some other things that are happening. So, yeah. you know, there's some topics just that's great. I, there's not as many movies that's, coming out in what, August. That's what this podcast was initially built on. That's right. It was topics. Topics. We should probably diversify a little bit. We've talked about this several times. We need to review a game. So we'll review Fortnite. Yeah. Um, we should probably review some comics. I like that. I like yeah. that idea. There is a little bit of a comic news that I oh. wanted to bring up in a is little it? bit. Okay. So. All right. Well, what have you been up to this week, John? So, um, this week I have been playing some Fortnite just to like wrap up that season. You see how far I could potentially get, but man, like I, I will say like I was still about 20 levels away from the top of the, uh, the battle pass or whatever yeah. uh, for the season. And that was fine. It was just going to take a really long time to get up to that other level. And I think it was because I didn't play throughout the season doing the daily challenges. Cause the daily challenges get you so much XP and so many like points or whatever, um, that, it's it's almost like without those it's just a grind yeah um but also this week i uh i I actually picked up my 3ds for the first time in a long time like since the switch came out this is the first time i've actually played my 3ds so that's over a year um 
3DS is a fantastic device, man. I, uh, I enjoyed it. I, wished, I always, always wished the screen was a little bit higher resolution. But that aside, like everything else about that, that console is amazing. But I was, uh, I was playing through some, some Fire Emblem because mm. I was getting the urge to play that like tactical RPG, top-down, grid-based, go over here, attack that. And so I still had some, uh, some Fire Emblem. I have a game that I almost haven't even touched on that. And so I was like, okay, let me boot that up, start playing through it, start playing through it. And I was like, man, Fire Emblem is fantastic. I'm excited for this on Switch because like, nice. it didn't look that great from like... <laughs> Like the uh, the small little clip that we saw yeah, in the yeah. Nintendo Direct at E3, right? But dude, like, it's almost impossible to make a like top down tactical RPG that I don't enjoy. Yeah. You know, like yeah. those games are awesome, especially whenever they're like character based and it's like, oh man, the, they do such a good job with the storytelling and like the different interpersonal relationships that you have in those things. Um, if people haven't played a Fire Emblem before, what happens is if, is if you battle with uh, these two characters next to each other, or like sometimes you can team them up and they like join on each other and you control them as one unit. Um, and as they do that, they become more like powerful together where, and then over time, like you, they, they outside of battle, they'll have like little storylines, like cute little things where it's like, Oh man, you know, I'm, I'm talking to this. So these two characters with unique personalities will interact and talk and that sort of thing. You can always go up, even go up to like, um, like in Fire Emblem Awakening, they introduced like being able to like get married and like have kids with these things. So like you have, uh, I just bumped my elbow pretty darn hard oh. over here. If, if that's what you're hearing, <laughs> Chris gave me the weirdest okay? look whenever I smashed my elbow there. I'm good. All right, I'm good. Not the funny bone. So oh, that's good. If you ever hit, hit hit your funny bone by like intentionally, like just sawed it out. I remember as a kid, I would try to hit it. That sounds terrible, John. It was, it was not fun. Um. Anyway, so I played played through some uh, some other Fire Emblem on my 3ds. Um, and I think that's about it, man. Nice. Um, the, uh, I was in a, in target the other day looking for, uh, some new figures from the duck, new DuckTales, And I noticed they have a bunch of, of Funko stuff and uh, a bunch of like cool figures on sale. So if anybody has a target nearby and is into like figures or Funko action figures, check your target for clearance. What kind, items. Of, what kind of stuff they have? So they had, they have these throwback to the, um, uh, there's action figures like Darkwing Duck to the, uh, <gasps> to the Disney Afternoon Darkwing collection. Darkwing Duck's on sale. Um, Darkwing Duck and like uh, Chip and Dale and Zipper and uh, I need to go right now. And Scrooge McDuck. Um, and they had like those as action figures. So it's similar to like oh, the old action the pop, figures. It's not the pop figures. It's not the pop figures. Okay. But it's, it's similar to the action figures that we used to have as, yeah. as kids or whatever. They, yeah. they like reissued them. Funko like did a retro kind of a thing with those. And so those are on sale for like. Um, I think they're normally like eleven dollars, and they were like six fifty or something like nice. that. So a decent chunk off. And then the uh, the mystery box, uh, mystery minis mm. for the Disney Afternoon Collection, which I've been slowly trying to collect. I've got some dupes that I need to like figure out what to do with or trade to people, but um, I've been slowly doing. Those are on like over half off right now. They're like three dollars nice. rather than the normal like seven fifty or eight dollars. So um, definitely. Check those aisles, those clearance aisles at, at, at Target. They weren't even like in the clearance aisle, though. They were with all the other action figures. It was just they had the clearance label on them. Crazy. It was weird. Um, but I no dice on the new DuckTales action figures because I just want to see what the build quality is. Yeah. Is They're not by, Funko. Is it, is it by fun- oh. And that's the part of it that I question because yeah. all the stuff by Funko is usually like really good build quality. Like For their sure. expressions are always like good because they have really good artists and things. But. I don't know. I'm always questioning, like, just where it's like, oh, you're not advertising who's making this. I don't know. I, we'll see. So that's one of those that I've got my eye out for. Interesting. Um, but what have you been up to this week, Chris? I really haven't been up to anything except for uh, Fortnite. 
So uh, that's pretty much all I played over the weekend. Uh, we had um, our friend Cody Moffat was down from uh, Detroit. He stayed with us. So that's awesome. Um, we uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't have a lot of time for a lot of things this weekend. Yeah, but um, yeah, played Fortnite. Finished out the last season. That last season was a lot of fun. Where um, did you end up on the battle pass for that? Oh, I I, I got to a hundred on, yeah, on the battle pass, but I didn't I didn't uh, because the other like unlocks for the the top character mm. on there were associated with your season level. Mm. Um, so like you know you had to make it to level eighty to get all the things. I was only at like forty five, so I didn't unlock all the things honestly. But um, yeah, like it was. Uh, that's where like. When, as I got closer to the end of the season, I was like, okay, if I could make it to 45, that would give me the most like, – I would have all the characters, and that would give me the most stuff. Like, yeah. sure, I wouldn't have, like, all the armor that goes on it, but level 45, I would get the only – like, the pickaxe that I was missing yeah. and like, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, I want to get to 45. So I made it to 45, yeah. which is great. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Do you think uh, – so this season, like, we obviously can see, like, through the battle pass, like, what items and, like, that sort of thing. Are you going to put more time into it in order to get all of those items this time or, like, well, I got what's all the, the items because I got – I finished the battle pass. Oh, that's right. But not the, not the like, the last uh, armor thing. Yeah, not the armor for him, mm, you know, because that mm. was associated with your level. They're just not – they're not doing that again. They're doing – apparently with the patch notes, it looks like they're doing, like, XP or whatever. Right. Um, and so you can do it after the season – that uh, would be amazing. Yeah, which is great because I'd love to still be able to, like progress those um, skins I just got or whatever. But yeah, because like I guess the way it worked before was like, oh well, you would upgrade this armor and be able to have like oh different sleeves, a different or chest, colors. different pants, different hat, and then um, but those had to be unlocked via level, yeah, season level. Whereas this time it looks like they're like even outside of the season, like because if you have the base item, you can then. Upgrade, uh, upgrade that Wonder over if you time. Have to be wearing the item, I don't think so. Destiny style, Destiny one style. Man, Destiny style, like that was that was always and even like Destiny two style. There are some things in the faction uh, faction rallies. Um, you have that, to wear to level up. Yeah, you have to wear the uh, the faction armor in order to get the um, not to level up, but in order to get the cosmetic items for Yeesh. it, like to chip away at getting those uh, different skins for them. Stupid. So it is. It really is. Uh, that's why, like, it's like, hey, use this piece of gear that might not be ideal for this situation to yeah. just to level it up so you can actually use it. You yeah. know, it's like you don't want to use the base level of this. Yeah. But the upgraded version, super cool. But you can only do it's, it's just it's so backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, let's just make it let's make it not fun for a while so it's really fun later yeah. you know it's yeah. like well i don't know if you guys understand the whole the journey is more the goal than the destination yeah. like i feel like that game design needs to be brought back here yeah. where it's like let's not have the uh the journey be so bad that i don't want to reach well, the destination the i mean sometimes like Sometimes people like to grind, and it's just like that's just not my thing, you know. There is an aspect of like I like to grind, like I do, you know, and, and like even like my top down like fire emblems or whatever, I like to grind, but it's usually fun. Like it's usually like it's gotta be, it's gotta be fun in order sure, for me yeah, to actually like, do. Yeah, it. like uh, I guess that, like, what we're describing though is like, hey, use this piece of gear that you know you're gonna have a hard time with, right? Because it's not great, right? Right now, yeah. So it'll be great later. It's just like, well, that sucks, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, Chris, mm. I think. All of that being said, we should go into the news! The news! Probably the earliest news segment uh, in a while, but we have a lot of news, actually, to get through. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention before I forget 
is there is a new DC membership, like subscription-based monthly membership thing uh, called DC Universe. Yeah, I saw The ultimate DC membership. I signed up for the, uh, what is it, beta? Yeah. Or... Whatever they're calling it, yeah, whatever they're calling it, like a test or something like that. Yeah. Like, and and it's an interesting idea to tie like comic books behind like a membership thing, and to tie like exclusive original series, like TV series or whatever you would call it, streaming series, yeah. at behind this this unique membership, and then also like some items behind that. But yeah, like, so so let's explain it for a second. So first, it's a uh, subscription service where they will offer. Um, a streaming television service with uh, original programming on there. Right. It also, like, you can li- uh, watch classic uh, DC movies. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you want to watch the original Superman movie or Superman yeah. 2, you can. Batman, The Dark Knight Returns, those sure. movies, those yeah. things. Um, they also offer uh, digital comics. So, like, and what's funny is or interesting is they, they use, like, the word, like, curated comics or something like that. I can't remember exactly yeah, so how they the, it, From it. their website here, it says, uh, from Action Comics number one to Rebirth, DC Universe lets you add to your digital long box from a curated list yeah. of modern and classic digital co- uh, comics. Yeah, so it's not like you get their whole back lo- library, which is interesting because, like, <laughs> on on Marvel's side, they have an actual, like, comic subscription. I think it's called uh, Marvel Unlimited or something like I'll that. I'll pull it up, yeah. Yeah. Where it's like basically all their back issues of Marvel Comics passes from a certain date back or something like that. Yeah, it's like so. Here I'm I'm pulling up their website to check this out. Um, it says actually get your first month for just two cents. Ew, two two cents. Okay. They want that credit card info, bro. Yeah. Like they they want to be able to hit that recurring payment whenever you forget that you signed up for it. Um, thousands of issues featuring blah blah blah. Okay, so it says. Updated weekly, which is interesting there, like that they, they add uh, more classic and newer issues added every week. And newer issues? Uh-huh. Um, and then... The classic ones make sense because I feel like, you know, if you're, you're... Well, it depends on if they're already available. Maybe they're digitizing them right now. Yeah. yeah. They're already available. That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, whatever. Make, yeah. Um, so it says... There are curated lists in there, but it's not necessarily like curated the entire thing. I'm trying to figure out like, what the actual... How much is in this thing i'll figure it out here in a second but the uh the other things that you can get in the uh the dc subscription thing like there was hd the first time ever you can see batman in the animated series in hd um which is like okay that intrigues me because i was waiting for the blu-rays to come out later this year because the blu-rays are slated to come out later this year it's not available now it's gonna be available later this year right but it's so it's like i don't know like i just almost want to just buy the blu-rays and have them rather than having this streaming service for it so yeah i mean you know that's legitimate legitimate if you want to keep having it like own it after this it's kind of like you know um i'm watching seinfeld on hulu if i really wanted to have the digital versions of them i just buy them on itunes or something like that you know um yeah so the other part of this is uh, it said there's a exclusive store for members and you mm-hmm. buy stuff on there i guess is that is that it i think that's it i think that's the only things yeah cuz it was basically yeah. uh, some tv streaming and movie streaming stuff yeah. the comics section which is curated yeah. and then the uh, the extra stuff and they have a community too it obviously. doesn't say oh that's weird it does we have our own social oh, network here's a here's an exclusive community <laughs> um, you have to pay to okay. be in it so 
It doesn't say how much it is, right? Uh, it doesn't say how much it is currently, yeah. How much did you pay for this? I mean, so Marvel Unlimited <laughs> starts at two cents, you know, just... <laughs> Yeah, what is it per month though? <laughs> like five ninety nine or something. Like that. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, let me pull that back up here, just to have that. Because um, you can also do Comicsology Unlimited, which is another like Comicsology will do that sort of thing, but it's this a little different. Bit, it's a little bit different. Yeah, as Comicsology well. Unlimited, which I think actually, ten dollars a month is what Marvel uh, Unlimited. Don't is. you get comics on the Ology Unlimited um, for free with? Amazon Prime? I believe that like is that. true. I might be. But it is basically just classic stuff. It's not the newer kind of things, correct? For Comixology? Yeah, for Comixology. Well, Comixology Unlimited, because um, I think I have it. Anyway, I don't think I'm paying for it. I think it comes with my Prime subscription. Yeah. If you're looking that up. Uh, looking that up. But it, like, it'll give me, like, for instance, like for uh, Rust, let's pick that series. It gave me the first, like, first preview issue or not preview but like the zero issue zero book for free yeah but then like one everything else you have to buy so it'll give you like you know like yeah it gives you 10 to 15 percent off all books from marvel comics image comics idw and dynamite so yeah i mean like it gives you a little bit of discounts on some things that they already offer is what it says but it also like gives you uh explore the like dive into new adventures new series so yeah that would be like hey here's the first yeah. issue or first volume for it's usually like the first free. volume because they, they don't do the single issues it's always the graphic novels so I, or well actually i take that back so well no it, it usually is usually the graphic novels. so like it's like hey here's the new archie series here's the first volume the rest of them you have to buy you know like which is cool to be able to like just kind of um try new things out i do that all the time yeah um see if something that catches your fancy and maybe you buy it then yeah. you know the interesting thing it works like a library where it's like it doesn't you can't just add unlimited things to your collection it's like it, it it's like it rents them out hmm. and then like you can actually have you can cap out the number of things that you have in your um in your to read list or whatever it's called hmm. uh does it say if it's if it's free with prime I'm looking that up right now. I know that they're own, like Comixology is owned by Amazon, right? And right. so like you can do uh, that through like your Kindle store or whatever. The Comixology will go through work through your Kindle store and yeah. stuff. So I think the I think the because they want you to buy stuff. I think the unlimited yeah. is free with Prime, and that would make sense because Twitch Prime is free with with Prime. Right, so it's right, like right. that is you know a paywall kind of a thing. So um, yeah, so like the DC thing, you know, it it, it kind of comes down to what's on it and like. Uh, the only thing that really intrigues me in terms of the, well, so here you go. It's not included with Prime, okay. but they allow you to borrow books, quote unquote, uh, with Prime. With with Prime, so, so that's like, what I'm doing. So yeah, so there's a limited. No- I think is. there's a limited number of them through Prime that you can get, and you can go, oh, you know, read for free or whatever. So yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so that's what I'm doing. That's why there's a limit on it. It's also, I think it's like, uh, it's. I think it might be at a rebated price or something like that if you do have Amazon Prime. Nice. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm saying I would pay five or six dollars for this. I mean, DC that's kind of where I'm at too, because like a lot of these movies, the uh, the animated movies that they're talking about here, and the live action ones, like they've been available on other streaming services before. Yeah. They've been out. Like you can probably pick them up at, at like Best Buy, you know, or whatever for for a reasonable price, or pick them up on Amazon for yeah. a reasonable price. Like I really don't see. This is nothing like other than the new series. This is nothing that I'm like chomping at the bit for. Like I think about even like the CBS, uh, CBSA, a network that puts out 
television shows. Like that's what they do. That's their thing. They have their streaming services and there's a couple of shows on there that I like. Um, like the uh, the Star Trek, the latest Star Trek, like right. that is an exclusive to their streaming service. So is the Good Fight, which right. is another really good series that's on their streaming service. It's the, it's the uh, spinoff of the Good Wife. Anyway, and I love both of those shows, but at the same time, like I don't subscribe to that all the time. Like yeah. I literally wait for the entire thing to be done, and then I subscribe to it in order to watch the thing that I want to watch, right. and then I get out. Yeah. Um, because like you can do that within a month with a show like that. And so, and, but that's a, and that's someone who's known for making original content and has the, has the, the, the method to produce it and to distribute it. And so this, it feels like they have the distribution platform, but it depends on where they're at. Like as far as the, I mean, obviously they do the movies and they do the, you know, WB is, is involved in so many things, which is their parent company. But I don't know. I, I just don't trust it yet. I guess we'll see what the what the original content is. That's how you get me. I mean, I is tr- that original I mean, content? I, I mean, I, I don't know. There's nothing really to trust. It's like, but I. That's why. Like, it's it all comes down to yeah. What is the original stuff on here? Yeah. Um. All like the back issues of of comics. I mean, it's kind of cool. Like maybe I don't know what they're curating, but like if it's like, mm-hmm. hey, here's Superman's best comics or most popular. I'm like, okay, that's right. kind of cool. Right. But I'm um, you know. Uh, it's the newer like, but that's a new thing. It feels new to me. Right. It's, it's not like, hey, I want to watch you know Superman Returns fifteen times, so I'm gonna pay. Yeah, ten bucks a month for it. That seems ridiculous. I could just go buy it for that much, you know. Um, I mean that's that's where I'm at. It's like all of the the content that's not not new, and in yeah. fact, like even the comics. Like thinking about the, even the comics that they're providing, like even they're because they're not necessarily the new ones. I'm not as interested in like having an ongoing subscription thing, like ongoing subscription stuff. Like they have to have like a, a churn because otherwise uh, of content, because otherwise I'll just get bored of it and then yeah. leave. I, that's something we've talked about before. Like it's a problem with the comic book market where it's like, you know, they really want those. I mean, in order to have a comic market, you have to have comic book shops, which means you need those shops to make money. So like you can't co-opt those by, Giving them away for free by, with some like subscription service. Yeah, but you can you can do, provide you know digital copies of them that you buy and purchase. But that just like then it comes down to just preference. You know, like those people who are buying them digitally are probably not going to go to a store anyway. Yeah, so, like you're just bringing more people in at that point. Um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. I signed up for the beta or whatever it's called. Yeah, and uh, I'll let you know whenever it happens. It's just a fascinating development in the comics industry of like everything seems to be going to streaming or 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 recurring payments like a monthly subscription fee. Yeah, like eventually, you know, you think about like, well, we've most people have moved away from traditional television, and sure. well, not, I don't know if most people, but a lot of people have have moved away from traditional television, and at least. Uh, in terms of our viewing habits, we have, yeah. as you know, most people have. Um, you know, I don't, I don't even know what night half my shows are on. You know, that I watch, I, they just show up on my DVR and I watch them, unless it's like a big event kind of show, like yeah. Game of Thrones or Walking Dead or something like that. Um, so, like, you know, you see people like CBS, Disney, now DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what we're going to end up doing is replacing the same amount of money we were paying for, you know, whatever channels Cable on TV, or satellite or whatever. Exactly. With all these different streaming services. I already kind of feel that way as well with like Game Pass. Cause like we have the similar thing going on with video games where it's like, I don't, I mean, in the future, 
a subscription is going to be the way you get your games. I would imagine like in, in, in 10 years, I would see that, Hey, the majority of these games are on some sort of a subscription thing. Um, or at least you can, like, that's an option. Like you can get these games on day one within a subscription thing. And that's like, it's both interesting and also kind of at the same time, it's like, well, maybe it's a little bit scarier, but it's like at that point you only have your Xbox PlayStation and Nintendo really if you're a console gamer and so like you really only have three different distribution platforms potentially to have this on so unless the different publishers like um on um like Like ea EA, they have their own ea access yeah i I think you know it's it's funny like moving into this kind of discussion because it's like it's almost it's almost its own separate problem as well yeah you know if if each so we're already paying for Xbox Live, we already pay for PlayStation Network. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're eventually we're gonna pay for the Nintendo Online Access, whatever it is, whatever it's called. And then on top of that, there if they have like Game Pass times types of things, and like well, we're paying double there, and blah 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 blah, and on down the line, and like well, where does it end? You know, mm-hmm. is there you know a an Activision or Call of Duty like? Uh, subscription service, we get all the Call of Duties, or yeah. like, is it you know, even if it's straight publisher based, there's so many publishers out there. Like, if mm-hmm. I'm having to subscribe to every single publisher's subscription service, like, you're, I mean, you can only play one game at a time. Yeah, uh, and that's that's what's different from like um, the Spotify, Netflix, um, Apple Music kind of thing, where it's like they have so much stuff. Yeah, I can listen to, you know. 12 songs on the way home yep. if I want to. Yeah. And uh, that's worth, I mean, if I bought those 12 songs or whatever, that's worth already the price that I pay monthly for Apple Music. So, like, yeah. you know, that one makes sense. Netflix has just, like, such huge library of stuff. So, same thing with Hulu. It's whenever we get into these smaller, more curated um, things. Now, places like HBO, I think they've been doing it right. Like, there are so many movies on HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, a lot of them are more recent movies, like Logan's yeah. on there. Yeah. Um, uh, some of the the new releases that are just, like, coming out on, on Blu-ray or whatever well, are Well, that's always HBO. what HBO was, even whenever you was just, just the subscription yeah. to cable, because, oh, For it's sure. just, and it's an addition to your other subscription, and it's these, like, very recent you know, in-demand movies. Right. The, I, I guess my point is, like, the more niche you get, though, like, the harder it is to get people to subscribe. For sure. Like, you know, if... Uh, I don't know. Like, this seems crazy, but if, like, even even someplace like... Uh, if NBC came out with their streaming service and they were like, mm-hmm. well, actually, like, all of our old series are all on here, too. Like, okay, cool, but unless I really want to watch one of those... Yeah. This is not what I want to pay for. Well, and then you think about like that would remove it then like Seinfeld. Yeah. It would remove it from yep. Hulu. And so it's like, well. If they still have the streaming rights. If NBC has right. the streaming rights to it, you know. Right, like, right. Some of those shows I feel like, well, they'd probably what they'd probably do is they'd probably go to Jerry Seinfeld and, and try to convince him to come over to right to their streaming platform yeah. since it was made like – on for their channel yeah i mean and you just feel it, like i, mean, I just feel like like it's it's it was the more removed we get from it being these couple of different you know uber streaming companies yeah it becomes more of a more of an ass and i'm not even saying like i want to you know like i just I'm, I'm not dissing you know cable or satellite i, I no. pay for satellite you know so we can watch um things like well i mean they may be now but like you know things like sports and the news those are things that just like aren't streaming really, like yeah. unless you subscribe to. I could stream them now that I subscribe to Directv, 
But if uh, yeah. I just wanted to watch something, you know, the 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 Predators, I'd either have to. There's a whole another subscription for that. Yeah, and I'm probably blacked out. Well, and <laughs> in then you get into area. whenever Disney decides to do their streaming thing with their exclusive content. Like, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what that's going to look like either. Yeah. So it's it, and they are and they're pulling their stuff off Netflix. Right, slowly yeah. but surely. I mean, obviously there are things the newer ones like I think uh, Ragnarok hit there last month, and so did Star oh, well, Wars. I mean, right now, and stuff. I mean, I, they've said whenever they launch theirs that it's all coming off of Netflix. Yeah, because it's like so. because that contract will be up. Whatever right. Netflix paid for, like it'll be, it could, yeah. you know. A, at that point and then takes it off. Yeah. And I've mentioned before on the podcast, like originally, like whenever Netflix would remove a movie or would remove something that was in my queue or whatever, or yeah. like, I, I feel like weird about it. Cause it's like, I feel like, Someone just snuck into my house, grabbed the uh, grabbed the Blu-ray off of my yeah. shelf, and like ran out the door with it. Yeah. And it's just like, no, that well, is mine. I've added it to my queue. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> funny because like you know, say you had like a wish list at the local blockbuster. Yeah. You're like, well, I, you know, I'm watching through all these movies, mm-hmm. and like, well, you know, next weekend I can always stop in and grab Aliens. Yeah. Uh, but now it's like. Well, if it removes from one, it may be somewhere else, but I don't know. Yeah, who knows where it's at? It's lost to the ether. It's not in my queue anymore. Man. Yeah, it's not. It's not in that list. Maybe I go rent it from like a you know uh, Vudu or yeah. like Apple iTunes. You can rent stuff. Like maybe yeah. I do that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting, man. We're we're living in a weird digital future. Weird digital future. All right, moving on to I guess this is the second piece of news. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that stand is uh, it's, it's seen better days. Last days. It, it might be. You know what we should do is we should turn, um, we should put this on that. We should turn this ah, whole thing around, like fl- flip it. Yeah, so it's pulling down on the right, the side that tightens on the other side. Yeah, yeah. that would make sense. That would make sense. Um, the next piece of news, Chris. Mm. The uh, there is a the very first Pokemon Funko Pop. So Pikachu is being made into a Funko Pop. So if you are a Funko Pop collector and you also like Pikachu, nice. one of those will be available later this year as an exclusive to Target. Oh, okay. Target's cool. rocking the uh, the old Funko Pop. Oh, we talked did we talk about on the show what's happening with the collector boxes? I think that might have been off air. Okay, yeah. So um, you know, we've talked several times before about um uh, the Funko Collector boxes. So there's the Collector Core, Marvel Collector Core, the Smugglers, Star Wars Smugglers Bounty, yep. the DC Just No Wait, uh, League of Collectors. That's right. Uh, the Disney Treasures. Treasures. You're right. Um, am I missing one? I don't think so. I think that's all of them. Okay. Um, and so like the boxes ended in the traditional way. Well, they're now. We found out what's happening to them. They're going exclusive to different retailers. So. The Disney box is going to Hot Topic. Um, the Marvel box is going to Amazon. You can subscribe to it on Amazon. We don't know where DC or Star Wars is going yet. It's fascinating to me that, that like that's the route that they're going to go. Rather than doing like an individual, like oh, this box is going to be at this retailer, or this box is going to be. It's like literally that entire line is going to be at specific retailers. Like that seems like that seems wild to me. Um, I like that idea. It's it's going to be easier maybe to pick them up. But um, maybe they'll make more money on it as well. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, well, it's funny because Funko has always done this kind of like exclusive, you know, pops for different retailers kind of yeah. thing. Um, so it kind of fits in with their model anyway. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, here's a whole box for you to sell. Right. And I think it, it, a, it does two things. It moves the burden of storing them and, and uh, shipping them off of Funko and onto these other retailers. And then um, it... Also, and they don't have to deal with the subscriptions these retailers do. Yeah. Uh, and then it uh, 
keeps them from having to um, uh, continually market these like this. You yeah. Know, like Amazon is sending me emails about the collector core. Right. Box, or putting so. it as their like sponsored thing. You know, right. it's like, you like this item, you'll like this. You know, For you like sure. a mop, you're going to like this Marvel collector core. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. I uh, I like those boxes a lot, so I'm excited to like dive back in, like pick up a few of them here yeah. and there from. Well, Hot well Topic I like you know whatever. I don't know you know like what it's like from like Hot Topic or whatever, but I love Amazon. And what's awesome about Amazon is that, um, like they don't they don't charge you for things before you, they ship them. Yep. And Marvel uh, Collector Core would always like charge me like the month before. And yeah. I'm, like not because it's not I'm not complaining because I don't have like the cash on hand or whatever. But it's like. I, well, for, I would forget, I forget that I bought it. Yeah, I forget that I'm, I I bought it or that I or that I'm subscribed to it, and then it comes out of my account, and then I'm like, oh crap! Well, that's that's I'm not even getting that till next month. You know, like yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's, it's like, always a little weird disconnect. I mean, so because buying things is awesome. Like whenever you just put the money down on the counter, and you're like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm you know this is I'm comfortable giving this for this but with the further removed from whenever you put your money down and whenever you get it it's it, it separates these things so whenever the money goes down you're like ooh that hurts but then whenever you get the thing you're like this is even better yeah. it's cuz like you forgot that you even paid for it like cuz that's the thing i would always get it in the mail and be like oh man yeah i forgot yeah. i bought this last month yeah um whereas at the time it was always like a decision that i would labor over and be like oh man do i want <laughs> this you know do i want to do i want to drop the money on this yeah um whereas then later on i would just be like oh it's like free a free thing you know yeah. <laughs> so it shows up it just comes to my house um cuz you know past john purchased that not not current present john yeah 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 that's like that's like night chris that is like night chris and how much she screws over a day chris morning chris that's right. All the time, man. Constantly. Can I tell you about my morning? This morning? Yeah. I haven't, oh, okay. I haven't, I haven't told you this. I mean, this is technically the wrong segment for this. Is it news? Tr- no, it's not news. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, this is an addendum. This is an That's additional an segment. New segment. Chris's morning. I'm sitting there. A couple of my alarms have already gone off, but okay. it's not necessarily time for me to get up yet. And I open my eyes. I feel warmth all of a sudden. That's, that's and see our new third cat Mew on top of me, acting <laughs> like she's digging. Oh no! Like she does in the litter box. Oh no! Totally peed on me. <laughs> oh no, Chris! Peed on me, on my <laughs> my sheets oh. cover, pillow. Oh no! And phone. No! <laughs> I had to wash all these as well as my own body again, and my phone. Oh no! It's the worst. That is that is not fun. No, that is not a fun morning. No, it's not a. Like, fun I thought morning. this was going to be like a fun anecdote, nope. like morning. Like this is going to be a I good time, to, Chris. I had, to, I had to text my leader at work, be like, "Hey, I'm really sorry. I'm going to be late. My cat peed on me, and my bed, and my pillow, and my phone, and other things." Of all of the, you know, the excuses that that you know that is one that it's like, well, pee everywhere. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right, Chris, on to the next piece of news. <laughs> there, there is apparently movement on the uh, the old DCEU front mm. in form of a Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix. Cool. I mean, that apparently it's happening, right? Like, that's yeah. the thing. Oh, yeah, it's that's like, so, it's totally happening. Yeah, so it's Hollywood reporters, like, this is well, 100% and, a thing. And Joaquin Phoenix is talking about it, so yeah, it's totally a thing. You know, like, I don't know, man. I think that, number one, uh, Warner Brothers and DC 
didn't approach the whole shared universe, you know, like all these movies work together in one gigantic story thing well. Uh, they didn't they didn't really emulate Marvel. They should just emulate Marvel. Do like do the same thing Marvel did. Don't try to like shove like a uh, team up movie into the sequel to your first one. Right. Don't try to like, you know, just all of a sudden now everyone's together and go backwards with it. Like don't start with the Avengers right. and then go to all the individuals. Like I mean, they just, they wanted the they wanted the long term payoff without without playing while playing the short term game. That's, that's what they wanted. That's true. Um, which if you you know it's it's like it's like an, it's an investment. It's like it's like investing for your retirement. If you take it out now, it has you like barely anything. If you leave it in there for another thirty years, it's gonna be worth a lot more. Hmm. But they decided to try to flip it, and they found out it didn't work. But Instead of learning from their mistakes and actually doing it right, they they're like, "Well, we'll just do standalone movies now. Everyone wants a Joker movie. No, not that's not what we said. Who I don't know who's asking for this movie. Who they think is going to go see this movie? I agree. It's a star. Walking Phoenix. Sorry for Walking Phoenix, but he doesn't have a lot of like box office power. This isn't The Rock, you know. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, first screenshots from uh, from Shazam, which is going to be awesome. Which is going to be awesome. Actually, looks really cool. Like I like. See, like that like one, that I'll stuff. go see, and and, yeah. if, and if it's in a, the shared universe, yeah, cool. Same thing with Wonder Woman. Well, it was like, great, and it was in the shared universe. They didn't try to shove all this crap at us, dude. Man, Wonder Woman. The next. So I also have a list here of all of the movies, DCEU movies that are in in development. Yeah. We'll just run through that in a second. But I wanted to say that, like, all back on to Walking Phoenix. Like, the quote that he has is like. The director seems to have a very interesting understanding of the world and what he's trying to say. And there's something so very appealing about working on a project and working on this particular project with him. And he says it scares him. Like, this project scares him. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly. I don't know. Like, it's interesting. Like, it, the, the, like you said, like, who's asking for this movie? And, like, it seems like people are, are people, the creative people behind it have a specific vision for it. And I'm like, okay, that, that, is good like that excites me where it's yeah, like, okay yeah, shouldn't every movie well yeah but i mean just in general it's like if if somebody has something that they want to say with this movie or something cool that they want to put out there with this movie and then somebody's willing to fund it awesome great give us that but at the same time like to to call it like a d like dceu movie or to shoehorn it into that universe like just make it a just make a good movie a standalone movie and then we'll see what happens. No, I'd, well, this is the thing. So this, you can either you either have a shared. This is my opinion. You either have a shared universe or you don't. Eh. Okay. And as things like Thor Ragnarok have shown, is you can go pretty far off the reservation in terms of what these characters normally do and how they like like what the tonal qualities of the film are, mm -hmm. and still have it in universe and have it make it work. Eh, so like true. this movie that they're doing, I mean. I don't know what it is. I haven't seen it, but I think it could probably, honestly, they could have made it fit inside this universe. But now, like, it makes me not care about it because mm -hmm. if you're if you're saying whenever the the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie comes out, it's going to be in a different universe than this Joker movie that's going to come out probably around the same time. Well, then why do I care about the Joker movie? It's true. It doesn't tie in with the other things in the same like very close universe, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I guess like. If along those lines it's not a marketing pull like this isn't this isn't a movie that would like interests me like i'm not and even like if 
if you were to hand a comic to me, right. Or like a, a graphic novel and be like, Hey, here's the Joker comic. Like those are like, he's not like, he's a lot of people's favorite character. A lot of people like love those stories and love the twisted nature of, of the Joker, but I've never been that person. And so, and I, and you know, that's not a particular niche I fall into with the comics. Book, comic yeah, but books. I think he's a great character. And we've talked about how, like, I think we've talked about how, like, I don't, He's a great character, but he's nobody really without Batman. Correct. As the foil to him. And so, like, so is Batman going to be in this? Then how does that conflict with, you know, it'd be like someone else coming out with a Joker slash Batman movie at the same time as Nolan's coming out with his his Batman movies. Right, right. And it just doesn't make any sense. Super weird. Because of these movies, like, if that one doesn't tie into these other things, I personally who has no particular affinity for like the Joker necessarily, like other than how he relates to Batman, right? Cause he's the perfect Batman villain. I'm not, Batman has to be in this movie. It has to be. But at the same time, it's like, well, if it's, if it's out of that universe that I already am somewhat invested in, not like super invested in, but somewhat invested in, it's like, well, what does it matter? Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm with you. I'm agreeing that this movie Whenever it comes out, if it's not in the DCEU and doesn't relate to these other movies that are surrounding it, it's it's going to be the one that falls away. Like if I look at the, the sure. slate of movies, I'm like, well, which one of these do I not want to go see? Right. That's the one that would fall. Um, well, the first correct answer is always Justice League. <laughs> but then next one is, yeah, they're going to be this one. I mean, oh, man, dude, the DCEU is, is so, so it's strange. Because like, so, like even in the same year, within the same year of 2017, we had vastly different tones and movies and delivery of wonder woman yeah. fantastic movie down to justice league yeah yeah a mech movie well, well, again like i like i think like they're more on the right track in terms of the the movies that haven't involved Zack snyder and i actually like man of steel yeah man and of steel I, was good and we we reviewed um batman vs superman pretty well i think that's a decent movie it's it's good on it's, repeat viewings. It's it's I would say it's okay. It's overly long and bloated, and the plot is a little contrived. Yeah, it's a mess. Um, but other than that, it like actually has does some really cool things. Yeah, it's a mess, but it's a it's an okay mess. Yeah. Uh, the you know how whenever like you just take a box of crayons and you just throw them all over the place and like they they, they melt all over the place whatever and you're like well that's that is a mess but sometimes you're like oh that's it's a very it's a very cool kind of looking mess it's a pretty looking mess it's it's a it's cool like it can be a cool mess or if you're trying to screw the bottle back on the glitter oh man and then all of a sudden you just like slip and it explodes everywhere yeah, yeah yeah it's like well this is a, this is clearly this is a mess and yeah. it needs to be cleaned up somehow yeah but. At the same time, it's kind of pretty as it is. Right. Uh, yeah. So, like, that's, I mean, that's kind of where I'm, I don't know. The other thing that makes me nervous about the DCEU mm-hmm. is they, that Jeff Johns just recently stepped down yeah. as creative chair um, to do his own thing and run his own studio or whatever. Like, yeah. that's what they're at least, you know, talking about saying. But, like, literally his boss had just, like, either, I can't remember if they, if he quit or they got fired, like, right before that. So, like, that was definitely a cleaning house kind of move, like. Well, we're just getting rid of everyone who was involved yeah, <laughs> with and, the Justice League. Yeah, and I'm not sure. I don't like, think it was his fault either. No, no, no. I mean, Jeff Johns, like, he he came in in the, like, that was well deep into development at that point, yeah. you know. So it's like, I don't think we've even seen, we weren't able to really see what he would have brought to the He universe. was really involved in Wonder Woman. Yeah. But that's the only one. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's a shame because that was awesome. Yeah, well, I mean... And we'll see. We'll see what happens moving forward. The movies that we've got coming up that are still in development for the DC Extended Universe is Aquaman, 
Yeah, and I it's think it's done filming, right? Yeah, it's supposed to come out in December twenty first this of this year? year. Okay, that's what it says. Right before uh, Christmas anyway. is weird. Um, and then Shazam is uh, April fifth. Yeah, that one looks cool. Yeah, Zachary Levi and that. Like, this is the other thing. Like, Zachary Levi, not necessarily, he's not the rock of star power or anything like that, but he's literally alongside well, the, the rock in that movie. Yeah, the rock's going to be in Shazam, so, like, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, that movie. I'm excited about that. Um, the next movie, Wonder Woman in 1984 is the uh, tentative title on that. So, um, hmm. and that is going to be coming out on November 1st, 2019. Um, same team as the first movie, so I'm very, very pumped about that. Yeah, I mean, well, and I've seen some screenshots from that. It looks really cool. What's the? Hang on. Um, yeah, so, uh, uh, so I want. That's a weird title. I wonder if it has any. No, there's no way. Orson Welles has that movie, 1984. Mm. This dystopian think, future. Yeah, you no. know, like it. There's no way it's that. No, this is a Cold War kind of a thing. Like, so like it takes place in '84. That's the only reason why. Like, so it's Cold War Which era. Is right. That's like the end of the Cold War. I don't know. It says it's a uh, Cold War '80s era adventure. Maybe she uh, she's the one who convinces uh, Gorbachev to tear down the wall and not Reagan. Ends it all. Like ends the. Uh, she yeah. secretly ends the Cold War. Yeah, she's the. I'd reason. be down. She I, takes Russia down from from in the inside. I mean, I'm down with that. The uh, <laughs> there's a, uh, a Scott Snyder comic um, where he wrote it. Jim Lee, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Jim Lee did the art on it, and. Uh, like they did some of that history, like they did some like changes to history where it's like, oh, meta human kind of things that were historical events that were like, you know, oh man, wherever the this bomb happened or this disaster happened, it was actually this, you know, the the this meta human or this this superhero or, or super yeah, enemy yeah. deploying from various governments and things like that. I thought it was a really cool, fascinating look at the uh an alternate history, like alternate history style thing with superheroes. Kind of like so, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. That's right. That's right, Chris. That's right. I like that movie. Actually, too. that's a good movie. Again, it has the the best shot of Abraham Lincoln ever in a movie. I mean, be- that was the same year. Didn't that come out the same year as no, Lincoln? It, it, no, uh, it came out like five years after. I feel like we should after look that the up. Movie of Lincoln. Uh-huh. Yeah, Lincoln came out. Lincoln came out. I would say. Okay, let's 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 think here. I think Lincoln came out. Uh, six years ago, which would Looks make it 2012. Like 2012, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter came out in 2014. Mm-mm-mm. Let me see. 2012, same year. What? Yep, same year. That's stupid. I knew it. I knew it. That's dumb. Yeah, it is. <laughs> doesn't seem like that was lo- that long ago, man. It doesn't, but I mean, it ages well, though. Like, bo- both of those movies are... Well, I mean, the Lincoln is pretty classic. You <laughs> yeah, know? it doesn't have to age well. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> there's no like, it's not like we're fighting zombies or vampires or slinging an axe around or anything that yeah. would take well, CG. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well, they do have some CG in there, but it's very well done CG. Yeah. Um, to like just augment these sets that they built that are supposed to be back in the 1800s. You yeah. Know? But man, that's super weird. Yep, I did not realize that. Yep, the next DCEU movie that we have in development is the Walking Phoenix Joker movie, <sighs> um, and then the Batman solo film, and uh, yeah, with Ben Affleck. With that's what this says. Still says Ben Affleck, but I'm not sure. Like, we'll see. We'll see if that ends up having Ben. I am suspicious about that one. <laughs> of Ben Affleck. Well, no, just of in general <laughs> of like them, like this shakeup. The yeah. fact that like I'm I. 
am not wouldn't be surprised if literally they just shake up the entire thing. Um, and <laughs> then the Flashpoint movie. The only oh gosh, they're doing Flashpoint. Which about that. actually would be the right time to, to change out thing. all of these characters if you wanted to change like certain ones of them out or whatever. Yeah, you should definitely do that. Yeah. Um, I the only movie on there that I'm even remotely excited about. Mm-hmm. It's Shazam. Yeah. Only because it has The Rock and Zachary Levi in it. Yeah. Um, also, it says... Oh, Wonder Woman 2. Sorry. Wonder Woman, whatever. Like well, the second one. The new IP or like ones that we haven't had, like already had one in this, the franchise before. Like, Because Wonder Woman, like I'm excited about that because the first Wonder Woman was I'm fantastic. I'm not really excited about Aquaman. I don't care about that. But I guess I, I, I view that as like a newer thing because like, oh, we haven't had an Aquaman standalone. We haven't had Shazam yet. either though. But that's because you're excited for that one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What are you saying? I was saying that it's. Uh, I, I'm. That's the only one that I'm excited for. The only one of the like new franchises. Oh, I thought you were saying you were excited for it IP. because it was a new franchise. No, I'm not. Okay. No, that's no. Yeah, like, the only two I'm excited about: Wonder Woman and Shazam. Yeah, the rest of them can go die in a ditch. Green Lantern Corps is supposedly a thing. Ugh. And uh, I love the DC universe. I love DC comics. They're my favorite comics. I like them better than Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> not these movies i mean we'll see we'll see what ends up happening i feel like they like it's, we'll watch it's salvageable you know that's the thing is like it there are some things that are, know, that are great about this i'm being real sorry i'm being real real doom and gloom but i'm just not excited about them yeah well man I, we, it's hard to be of these movies yeah. the only one that we have evidence that it will be like good good is wonder woman yeah, because agreed. it was that was a great movie yeah <laughs> Um, all right, next. How much more news do we have? I, I, I think that might be it. Oh, no, no. Okay, never just, mind. Just the main topic. I didn't mean to complain. Just the main topic, though. Oh, this is the news. This is the main topic. Yes. All right. And it is a piece of news. Okay. So it's technically in the news section. That's, that's fine. Um, Call of Duty has announced that they are looking for a... What is it exactly? I'm looking for a job listing. It's a job listing... Hmm. For a narrative scripter for Infinity Ward, so the those so the Modern Warfare, and then last one they did was uh, this this year the uh, World War Two. Yeah, and uh, and then they list that it will be for quote next gen consoles. Yeah, next multiple next gen platforms is what it says. That's the uh, the exact wording. Multiple multiple next gen platforms. So if that like so that could give us a hint. At the timing of when Activision thinks the next gen will happen. Because yeah. we've got, we usually go in the, the cycle rotation. Yeah, of Treyarch, which is this year, uh, the 2018. And then we have uh, usually Sledgehammer mm-hmm. and then Infinity Ward. Um, and so that would put, so if this year is uh, Treyarch, yeah. next year is Sledgehammer, mm-hmm. and then the next game, which would be. 20 what would that be 2020 oh hang on hang on hang on let me make this sure is, that that's the 18, right order too 18 19 20 it would be 20 yeah you're then right that would be whenever they anticipate the next gen consoles to be released yeah i mean um it's either that or they're counting on the next cycle after that where it's like but this is the thing um i don't think they're looking that i don't think they're looking at because otherwise that would be what 2019 or 20 21 22 23 23 you're saying mm-hmm. it's going to be 2023 before the next consoles come out? No. I mean, honestly, like, I don't think that's too far off. Uh, you know, Phil Spencer referenced that they're working on the next 
um, iterations of consoles uh, right now. And yeah. so I, I could totally see them announcing something next year at E3 2019. Yeah. And th- much like they did with the Xbox One X, announce something at 2019 E3, and then it releases the next year in 2020. Yeah, I was actually wrong. So World War Two was a sledgehammer. So we are. It's it's. It would be 2019. Would be whenever. So we're looking at 2021. So we're looking at 2021. Would so be, that makes more sense. Yeah, even more sense. Oh wait, hang or on. Or 2022. No. Or, or, so it would be who's who's sledgehammer. Who's no, it'd be Trey it'd be arc. next year, dude. It'd be next year. Yeah, 2019. 2019. That's that's too soon. That's too soon, is what I was thinking. So like the other 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 option is that they are uh, going to work on optimizing the games that they are going to put out in 2019 specifically for next gen. Yeah. And I think about how much support they gave like black ops Two um, post launch, like even like up until like earlier this year, black ops two got like an update and, uh, it has had like some, some ongoing kind of, Oh, here's some skin packs and here's some of these things like that. So like, even if, they're looking for someone to help update their game that would come out tw- next year, 2019 yeah. holiday. If you know if they're looking for somebody to update that game for next gen consoles in something like 2021 uh, or 2020 or whatever, like I, I think that would be somewhat likely as well. It's like, oh, I'm, you know, we're gonna maybe look forward to this. Um, the other thing is, like, if it's just they're looking at the next cycle, so not next year, but four years from now. Yeah. Well, and that. You know, if we're saying that this is somebody who's writing story, that's also very plausible because, like, yeah. you know, that that means you're real early on in the the pre-production of a game. Then maybe they have a, a an idea of what they want it to be. I'm sure they've mapped out. If I'm Activision, I've mapped out the next ten years worth of games. Right. You know, um, especially because <laughs> that's only three games per developer. You know. Right. And so you know, like, and 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 that's all they do. It's not like you're going to do something else with Infinity Ward or Sledgehammer. Like that's right. what they do. Yeah. We know that we're working on Call of Duty, so let's just go ahead and plan it. Yeah. Maybe we don't have the feature set figured out, but we at least know where we want to go narratively with these things. Yeah. And hopefully, like maybe they are learning a lesson from like Black Ops Three here where like the story couldn't get it to come together. So That's now they point. have these vignettes. Maybe like, hey, we need to start working on these earlier so that we actually have a cohesive storyline for these. Rather than just a, a bunch of set pieces that That feels like spec ops basically. Right. That you, know? you would have to knit together somehow, you know. Actually I'm excited about I like you know it's part of me like I feel like and you know you can correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like you and I are more likely to play that together, like short little vignettes, than it would be a whole full fledged campaign 100 percent. mainly because uh, what was it black ops 3 had a full-fledged campaign we still haven't finished yeah yeah 100 percent. we started playing through that well and then you look at the statistics like you can there are people who have done the research of like hey here's the number of gamers that have popped that first achievement have started the campaign yeah and then how like when do they drop off like what yeah. percentage of the people who have this achievement finish the campaign and it's that, like it's a very low percentage that well that, and that data is like super like um Super interesting to me, mainly because like so like I you know so my my main like this is a weird like reason why it's interesting to me, but like my main uh, role is to produce podcasts, and I can look at like Apple Analytics data and see the time spent listening. So I can see that like you know for instance on the, a specific episode, only sixty eight percent of people listened all the way through this episode. So mm-hmm. we're saying you know like you know thirty two percent like you know thirty two out of hundred. So if we're talking in the thousands, you know, like a lot of people didn't listen to the rest of this episode, you know, like a lot of people pieced out way early and like, you know, 
it's like, well, you know, did they, there's, it, it's conflicting, you know, because it's like, well, you know, did they get what they needed out of it or were they disappointed when they quit? Like there's, it's mm-hmm. always like the, you know, there's this give and take of like, yeah. was it, what was it? Yeah. You know, because it's going to be one or the other um, because there's, I mean, there were 68 percent of people who did finish it. So I mean, it's like, a, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If I'm one of these people who are working on these games and it's like, yeah. okay, so say we sell a million copies and uh, 1% of them, is it 1%? No, is it that low? I, mean, I think it's very low. Like it's, it's less than 10. Like I it's like, the campaign. it's like 2%, 3%. Like in look that, that up? I'll find that out. That seems like, insane. <laughs> it's very I low. Mean, okay. So uh, I'm going to look up, we're going to do, do a couple math problems. You're looking that up. I'm going to look up, what was the most recent one? World War II? Yeah. So Call of Duty, World War II, sales figures. Uh, let's see if we can find some kind of article talking about how many All right. sold. So here's a report from IGN. Um, this article was written by Jordan Ullman. Um, and Jordan says that a report from True Achievements has revealed that on Microsoft platforms, so just Microsoft platforms, Call of Duty players have a low story percentage average. Let me see if they have actual statistics. Uh, the yeah, Black Ops Three averaged four percent of people who finished the campaign. Okay, that's four percent of the players. So only Black campaign. Ops Three specifically then in sales. The highest entry, so that was the lowest entry, was Black Ops Three averaging four percent completion. Yeah, that's just juxtaposed by Call of Duty Three averaging thirty six percent. So I have okay. So I have the. Uh, this is from statista.com. I have the okay. uh, sales numbers for a Call of Duty franchise. So what do we see? Black Ops 3? Black Ops 3 is the lowest at 4%. Okay, so Black Ops 3 uh, sold 26.46 million units. So okay. if you uh, if you do the percentage of 4%, yeah. 2646. So, okay, so the you have the... The total number of people who played, 26 mm-hmm. million people, basically. Mm-hmm. 1,558,000 people finished the campaign. <laughs> That's still a ridiculous high And number. you probably have half your team, if not more than half, working on that thing. Yeah. I mean, like that's a lo- that's that's a small number of people, but it's still a lot of people. Like that's a lot of people. <laughs> well, just yeah, in general. Still, it's, it's a million people. Whenever games sell, like there are games, there are certain games that whenever they sell a million copies, it's like yeah, you okay. know, this is like beyond so our wildest imaginations. What's but the highest? at the same time, so the highest they say that the average is twenty to thirty percent, but they say twenty to thirty. Wait, what average? So the average of all games across the board, like well, that, does that include primarily single player games? Yes. We're just talking about completion right now. Right. We're talking about completion. But then so uh, with the Modern Warfare series. So Modern Warfare series fared particularly well. Um, Where they didn't break it down into a specific one? So Infinite Warfare was the lowest of that one. But okay. So the highest. The high, juxtaposed. There it is. There's the sentence I was looking for. It's, it, the lowest is 4%. Call of Duty 3 is the highest, which is 36% completion. Call of Duty. Did that even have multiplayer in it? Call of Duty 3? I don't even know. That's right before Modern Warfare. Can you look that up i'll do this math but i mean this is much smaller numbers so call of duty 3 only sold 6.45 million in the first place yeah and uh, you figure that well, okay let's, let's figure this out let's see if it's the same are number. they the same people yeah yeah six <laughs> six six four five 
Because that was World at War, wasn't times, it? How much percent? Uh, 36%. Good night. <laughs> Actually, two, more, more than that. We're just talking about completion here because I don't think it had multiplayer. I could be wrong. I mean, it but, had zombies because it's World at War because that's Treyarch's. No, not like, World at War. Call of Duty 3. Oh, Call of Duty 4 was World of War. No. Call yes. of Duty 4 was Modern Warfare. Call of Duty 3. Let me figure this out. Yeah, because Treyarch developed Call of Duty 3. World at War is something different. World oh, at War is completely different separate. from Call of Duty 3. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two right. years later. You're right. This is way before that. Yeah, okay. Okay. And, you're right. and Call of Duty 4 is Modern Warfare. Yeah. Okay, but so out of the 6 million whatever people played uh, Call of Duty 3, 2,322,000 played so more people completed the campaign of call of duty 3 than completed the campaign of but i think we're just talking about completion here because i think that was only single player yeah there are multiplayer modes in call of duty 3 so it did have multiplayer huh that's weird again that's kind of like i feel like that's comparing apples to oranges because that's a completely different that's two generations before i think it was original xbox right right and so it's like so it basically one generation before. If you're doing multiplayer, it's like a LAN kind of a no, situation. two generations before because Black Ops Three was on a uh, um, uh, three sixty. Th- no, no. Call, was on Xbox One generation. <gasps> oh, Call of Duty Three, the very first. One. Two was on three sixty. Three was the one that we didn't finish the campaign on. So let me see. Let me look at where this was. Which released. that was a terrible campaign. This was campaign. released in two thousand six. Call of Duty Three was released in two thousand six. Right. So that was the original Xbox. Was it? It would have been. I believe. Wikipedia would be wrong then. Because I think it says Xbox 360. Oh, it was both. It was cross-gen. So it was uh, Xbox, Xbox 360, PlayStation 2. So yeah. So they released it in uh, both generations. So the original Xbox and uh, Xbox 360. Okay, I see what you're saying. So it's similar to like Ghosts or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's so... Like, that's fascinating. And so like... What are we talking about? Like for the next gen, are we talking about 2019? <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about right now. We kind of yeah, no, way we down the rabbit hole. Way down the numbers. I don't think anyone's following us anymore. Hashtag mathcast. Uh, St- well, statistics. I like you know to, to kind of end the the single player discussion. Yeah, it's easy to see whenever you know. I, I wonder what the completion rate is on something like Titanfall Two campaign, That's which was fantastic, point. by the way. I don't know if I ha- I don't know if I can find that. Right. Somebody would have to pull all of those statistics. But you you look at okay, um, that was a big like knock against the first Titanfall and like why you know they I think they believed it didn't sell well was because it didn't have a single player campaign, and so they added this like one of the best single player campaigns of all time I feel like mm-hmm. in Titanfall two did that I don't th- I don't feel like it seemed like it boosted sales at all. We but don't look, really know. There are a lot of other factors we around that release because it was released true. in between Battlefield and Call of Duty. The number we're also not looking at is like what number of people because I I notoriously don't finish games all the time. Agreed. So like, what's the percentage of people who actually started the campaign? Maybe got you know one or two achievements in, yeah, and then just like moved on to something else. But they still bought the game, still enjoyed the time they had with it. Well, and you mentioned like why are they dropping too? Because like there's like yeah. I don't I don't ever sit down to start playing a video game with the intention of never finishing it. Yeah. Like that's not no. my intention. Ever. And most of the time, the ones that I haven't finished, I didn't consciously make a decision to never finish it. Exactly. Like I never went. Oh man, I'm not going to finish that game. Yeah. Like I'm unless always it's just terrible. Yeah. Unless I'm like I'm really like 
this is buggy or this is yeah. unplayable or it ain't my save or like there are there are technical reasons for why I don't finish games. Yeah. But whenever there's not those technical reasons for why I don't finish games, it's literally just I forget about it or it's like I'm not in the mood or, but I, or something else. Yeah, I got what I wanted from it where it's yeah. like, oh, man, I'm at a good like I'm at a place in that game where I'm like, I'm not, I just don't don't feel like going back to it. Yeah, like I think of the, the most recent games that I oh, I mean, I, there's, there's tons of them. I've, I've, I haven't finished uh, like recently. I haven't finished Cities and Skylines, which there's technically no end to that game. <laughs> I was about to say, so I don't know. Say that. Super Lucky's Tale. Uh, probably will never finish that game. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll think why in a second. Uh, Unraveled. I haven't, I haven't finished Unravel, mm-hmm. like the first one yet. I have the intentions of finishing that one. Yeah. Um, who knows when I'll get to it. Um, Dying, well, not Dying Light. What is the zombie game that came out recently? It's on the Game Pass. Uh, State of Decay 2. State of Decay 2. Now, I've definitely not finished that game. I would, I would like to, maybe. But yeah. Um, See that's that one that get to. that's one that I put down like I I intend to not finish it but it's like I still got what I wanted out of it like I got a good fun enjoyable experience out of it um, but it's like it's just I don't I, there are other things that I want to play instead and that's I guess where I'm at with it where it's like I don't have a bad taste in my mouth after that game like I mean and uh, but I just haven't finished it so like but if you're sitting there as a developer looking at like so many people haven't finished your game or like yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> or just think if you're like the level designer and you have a, like you've designed one of the levels late in a campaign, yeah. And it's like there, like that's got to be like somewhat of a of a of a downer where you're like, why are people not, like stopping right before my yeah. or right after or in the middle of my level? You know? Yeah. I, it's interesting. This is the other thing I wonder with that job listing, like mm-hmm. going back to the job listing. Why, if you're a storyteller? Do you have to be told that it's for a next gen console? This is true. I mean, like that's the other the What difference does it make? I I wondered the same thing where I was like, is this Why a don't situation? They just hire a store another store a writer. Right. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, does it mean that like, hey, they're gonna be doing a little bit more than more than you would assume? Or like what I mean, unless you're like, you know, gonna quantum break this thing and <laughs> do something nuts branching storylines that sort of thing yeah because yeah, it's an, a narrative scripter is what the job listing is for yeah so, that makes it sound, sound like hey we're telling a story about you know the terrorists attack the white house and nuke washington dc go yeah or like you hey know, he, yeah here's the, here's, the script we like here's the premise hit us with it hit us with a script where it goes get from this this big set piece this thing to this thing to this thing like connect these dots yeah and then you kind of go through and maybe you wonder if maybe they're putting this out there because like it seemed like for Black Ops the four, the ones about to come out, seemed like they had the big things, but they didn't have anything that would go through them. Like yeah. there was no yeah. through line. And so if this is that where it's like, hey, in twenty nineteen we've got these big dots filled out, but we just need somebody to script our their way through these dots. Um it's so crazy. It's such a weird like way to tell tell a story. But it's like it's it's gameplay. Like I mean it's it's the it's a way to tell us a game yeah. story. Um, but in that case, like it could be 2019, like they could be looking at this as a 2019 possibly. And maybe, I don't know. Maybe but the, I, yeah. Maybe the 2019 game is not going well. It still doesn't explain why the next gen part, this person would even really need to know next gen, you know, or not. So, and I mean, who knows next gen? I don't know. What is next gen? <laughs> 
this is my thing about next gen and this next is all, gen this used is all, to be this gen chris this is all i'll say next time or uh this is well we talked about it. we had an episode about that is when is when is next gen new now gen <laughs> um i like the idea of now gen like yeah it was, i think thing, we said like, current gen that's more worse. makes more sense now gen now gen so in now gen i don't what was i saying i was saying something i don't remember oh I my gosh i interrupted you and it was awful uh i don't know what next gen actually means hmm. because whenever you think about what happened uh anymore things look so great okay the boxes can do so much the past two generations have really taken place around uh two different shifts in technology so you had the move from standard c uh crt tvs to uh, HD, 720p, 1080p TVs mm-hmm. um, from the like Xbox to Xbox 360, and then um, PlayStation two to PlayStation three. Yeah, PlayStation two to the PlayStation three. That generation. Now that's ne- the new generation, the 360 to Xbox One or PS three to PS four, um, was on the verge of the 4K. Like there's still there's still a big graphical jump, yeah. Um, but we're like every, it's almost like everything's changing all at once. Sort of, sort of. I will say that. So in my mind, each like you think about okay, so NES. I'm gonna go back even further. So NES to SNES, we went from eight bit to sixteen bit, right? Yeah. And then we went to like thirty two I mean, bit and sixty four bit, and so like you're upgrading whenever the technology gets maxed out and needs more, they upgrade. And so that's what I view the 360 to the Xbox One more of than the 4K box thing. True, definitely. Because my my original uh, day one Xbox One doesn't do 4K. True. Well, and we had gotten to the point where like things like Eleanor were on three discs. <laughs> you know, yeah, things like... We had uh, well maxed out the 360 definitely. and yeah, the, for sure. uh, the and, PS3. And I totally get that. I just don't like... I don't think we've maxed out the Xbox One and PS4. We've definitely not maxed out the Xbox One X and oh, PS4 for sure not. Pro. Yeah, so, and even not in 4K. Like, oh no, you know, the 4K thing almost happened in the middle of this generation. It's almost like I, if it were to be even more time aligned, it would have been more convenient. Like and if I'd been upgrading to a 4K TV at the same time that I was buying my another Xbox or something like that, like which is the, what I do with the X. Yeah, you know, which I will end up do with doing with whatever the next console is. Um, and whatever my next, you know, whenever I buy my next TV. So I, it's, it's, yeah, I feel like the, it happened like in between in the middle of this one. I just don't know, like, because I don't think we've maxed it out and there's no, like, there's no big technology shift happening. Hmm. What is the driving force behind a new generation of consoles other than wanting, wanting to sell us new hardware? Other than, yeah, and a company trying to, like, the reason the Xbox One X exists, for instance, yeah. is to to grab back that narrative from PlayStation 4 and, and Xbox One, where PlayStation 4 was more powerful. Well, and, like, and that's the thing, like, so, really, the only reason to buy, you know, whatever the, probably the PS5 is, the only reason to buy the PS5 is because Sony's not going to make more games for the PS4, because it still looks great. Yeah, you know, and or the PS4 Pro, like in that's that what instance, I mean. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. using those kind of interchangeable, just right, like I use Xbox right. One. I, whenever I say Xbox One, I think of the most recent version of it. Right, right. Um, 
it's the same thing. I mean, the the way Microsoft is approaching it makes more sense with their whole like everything's gonna be backwards compatible, playable, and everything kind of thing. Yeah, um, that makes more sense to me. Yeah, um, because it's not it doesn't force the entire uh, fan base to to buy a new console if they don't want to. Yeah, and I guess at that point, the only thing holding you back from a new generation or determining whether or not we enter a new generation, quote unquote, is market forces of like, hey, will the market bear another generation? Like, can people, will people buy this? Do people even want this? Like, well, do, does the, is this something the consumers want? Right. And if the consumers say, yes, I want this, then we're in the next generation. But I don't but think... If, if don't, they don't say, yes, we're, we want this, then whatever. I don't think that Sony's going to, like abide by that though they're going to force us into the new next generation maybe i by, mean by by putting it out and like forcing like if you want to buy play the new you know god of war 2 you got to buy the ps5 or whatever it's very possible very possible or death stranding that's more accurate yeah it's maybe. been announced <laughs> that game I don't you know what i mean I it just it just feels that. a little more more like forced this time i think yeah, where it's like, well, do we we haven't maxed these things out? That's that's where like I'm I'm with you where I'm like, hey, I haven't maxed out even my like day one original Xbox One. It's like if I I don't have a 4K TV. If I did, I would be like, I I need to upgrade. But like I still feel like I don't. That thing's not maxed out. Games look better this year than they did last year. Yeah, and they, they we haven't really plateaued from a graphics or gameplay or performance standpoint on right. that game that console either. So I don't know, man. It's I don't it's it's gonna be interesting to see whenever yeah. that is forced via technology. Well, and I think about you think about okay, so the original, the Xbox One and PS4, um, were HD only. They weren't 4K. They weren't HDR. Then like the Xbox One S added in. Okay, we could stream in 4K and had HDR. Yeah. Um, the It'll there was scale an, it. there was an update to the original PS4 that allowed it to do that. Mm-hmm. And then the Pro and X came out, and okay, now everything's native 4K, and you can play Ish. it. Well, if they if the developer wants it to be, mm-hmm. it can it can it can do native 4K mm-hmm. and um, display all your games in 4K, right? Uh, not just your you know streaming stuff. And so it's like, but you know, I don't, maybe I just don't know. Maybe there's something out there that I'm just not aware of. You know, who knows? Beaming something directly to my brain, but like. <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't know what the next big, the next step is. Like, if they if they if they try to sell me basically what is the you know PS4 Pro or Xbox One X, but hey, we have more particles. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't care. I'm not gonna spend another 500 bucks just for extra yeah. pixels on an already super pixeled in screen. The only thing that would allow, like, that would make me want that, like, that would cause a desire within me to to upgrade at that point would be whenever things get sluggish because like my 360 before i upgraded to my xbox one man it's like that thing was sluggish and same with like phone like i don't upgrade my like i haven't upgraded my phone i'm still rocking in a 6s yeah i have a 7 plus and so like i haven't upgraded for uh you know three years at this point for mine and so like i'm at the point now the only time i will be at that point is if it starts being really sluggish and it hasn't hit that point yet Whenever it yeah. does, like it's 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 edging that direction. But even like Apple, like you know, they try to add new features. So like you know, yeah, it's like better so, camera. So now, yeah, now you can get the crazy camera that's on my Seven Plus on your normal. Like if you upgrade just to the normal uh, phone, you could get that dual right. pixel or dual um, thing on 
portrait mode yeah, or portrait like whatever mode. it is. Yeah. yeah. So it's like they they add features every single time. What's the new feature? There's gonna be there's gonna have to be a feature. I mean, a, you know, with we bet- haven't had a jump where there wasn't between X or three sixty and and one was gonna be the connect. Like that's what they kind of doubled down on, and it was wrong. But you know, I mean that and like I think most games. <laughs> most games, but again, it also you, ran very sluggish. Yeah, it ran very sluggish. But like, and most games on 360, like, uh, um, notoriously, uh, Bioshock Infinite, most of those games were running at 720. <laughs> right. Well, and that one like had some input lag too <laughs> because the because the uh, yeah, RAM if, if couldn't you turned stand on the it. like yeah high settings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing. Like that, whenever a device technological device acts strange or like is like, Ooh, this is not the optimal user experience and it gets past a certain threshold. I'm like looking for the next thing. So that's what it'll have to get to in my mind, um, for between the Xbox one X and then whatever the next gen is, um, yeah. before people will upgrade. Cause I, I really don't think consumers are looking at their boxes currently, especially, I mean, if you've got an Xbox one X or you've got a PS4 pro, I don't think anybody's really looking at those boxes going, I need something else. This no. is not doing it for me. No. And if you are looking at your boxes saying that you might as well just switch over to PC <laughs> yeah. and you know, rock your, Yourself some some because 8K, I don't know what you're looking for because eight K sixty frames per second with some massive amounts of, of and maybe RAM. we go eight K but like there's barely any screens <laughs> out there for if you're ultra rich you have maybe an eight K screen Dude, I mean that's like that's that's like uber level of like pixels you're probably playing paying twenty grand for that thing like I might as well just be like this might as well be real life <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh well, that's what I'm saying next time I'm like, gonna stream <laughs> things into my eyeballs. <laughs> Oh, VR man. without the helmet. VR without the helmet. There it is. That's no the, screens required. It's the next gen, man. Sounds like, uh, well, no, even Ready Player One had a visor. That's right. <sighs> That's the news. All right, John. That's over this week. I'm we glad to- you remembered that. We had the whole news section. I know. And then, like, you forgot what you were going to say, and we were going to move on, but we didn't move on. Yeah, there, there was no way I was going to, like, I was going to obsess over that all night. Yeah. And it was going to end up being, like, a podcast topic next week. Yeah, yeah, So, so we're good. Uh, yeah, I got it out now. I'm like, I like it. It was a good discussion. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, next week, we, what did we just say we were doing? Oh, we're reviewing Fortnite next week. That's right. So, stay tuned for that. Uh, you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And John Wright 777. And at Stay Pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We appreciate it. I hope Fortnite's back up here in a second. I do too. Mm. I'm going to check that. And if it's not, I'm going to go home and then check it again. <laughs> and then if not, then I'll go to bed. And then wake up and check it then. And then check it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on Target. Target.